I'm Justice. And I'm Joanna. And, and this, this is, is the Loved and Valued Podcast. So the first thing that I want to talk about is what is Loved and Valued? Um, because I think some people may already know us, but may not know what this is, or may know what this is, and not know um, who we are. Um, so um, I kind of thought of the idea of Loved and Valued, and then kind of had to convince you of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, a lot of people make newsletters or make a social media page, and I wanted a way for people to feel like they were in on a conversation with us, um, even though schedules and busyness may not allow for everyone to, to be able to call us that we care for because we, we really do care and love for a lot of people. Um, it just seems like there's not enough hours in the day really to, to call everyone that we want to. So we wanted to make a way for people to listen to us because <laughs> that sounds really <laughs> selfish. so selfish. It does sound really <laughs> selfish. But it's like an it's like an audio newsletter. That's yeah, that's better than instead of contacting anyone that we love in our lives, they can just listen to our podcast. You're right. Let's never contact anyone that we love ever again. Mom, don't call me. Listen to my podcast. Don't call me. Rate and review my podcast. <laughs> um. So let's talk a little bit about why we chose the name Loved and Valued. Um, or why I chose the name. <laughs> yeah. You gave me that look like, I didn't choose that name. Um, I like it and I approve of this message. So when we were youth pastors um, at Christian Ministries Church uh, in Southwest Missouri, um, we would always try to end our sermons or end our Sunday school classes uh, or one-on-ones with people, or whatever we were doing, we would always end it by saying, you are loved and valued. Um, and I think there's a lot of importance behind that because a lot of our issues that we deal with individually and as a society, I think, stem from our lack of love for ourselves and value of ourselves. And also our lack of love for each other and our lack of value for each other. So making a point to say it constantly really makes us um, conscious of it in our day-to-day lives, which I think is what we're called to as Christians, to love people and to value people. So if I could say it as a mission statement, as, as a here's what we are, I would say loved and valued is a shared human experience driven by love and expressed by the value of all life. So, in other words, it's loving and valuing everyone. And we do that in different ways. Um, One way that I uh, think about this is, um, for those of you who don't know, we recently moved to uh, North Little Rock. Um, When did we move? Like three weeks ago? Three weeks ago, something like that. At the end of July? Yeah. At the end of July, we moved 2021. And so... Now, we are in North Little Rock. I'm working as a personal trainer, and one of the things that I love doing is every Friday morning, I teach a water aerobics class with men and women who are at least 
75 years or older and they are they're sassy and they're hilarious and they sing while we're while we're doing our exercises and they're so much fun um well when the class was given to me they said you can either get in the pool with them and do the exercises with them or you can just stay on the outside and you can kind of show them what the movements look like and most of the trainers before me just stay on the outside show them what to do and then tell them to do it well I decided that I wanted to get in it with them because I wanted them to see me do it and uh, use myself as an example and uh, I thought the class went okay Um, it was my first training class ever so uh, I was a little nervous, um, and that was definitely apparent. I was, I was, I was visually nervous through the whole thing. And a man came up to me after the class, and he said, "He said I want to thank you so much for getting in the water with us." He said, "I've been coming here for five years, and you're the first instructor, you're the first trainer that I've actually been able to hear what you're saying." because you're closer to us. And when I think about being loved and being valued, a lot of times we can be hearing the right things, we can even be seeing the right things, but until we start getting in the mess with people, until we start showing people how we live and how it makes a difference to us, and until we start making it real for people, until we get in it with people, I don't think they truly understand that they're loved and they're valued. And so that's what I hope all of this turns into. Really, I I don't look at loved and valued as a podcast. I don't look at it as an Instagram. I don't look at it as as anything like that. I look at it as a a way of life and a way to to go through um, what we're going through um, by loving people and by valuing people. Um, Do you have anything to add on on the name or, or anything like that? Um, I think when, whenever we were um, youth pastors, it was really cool because we would always say, like, you're loved and you're valued, and it it wasn't a thing of, like, we just say it to say it. Like, we really truly meant it. And um, we've had several students come up to us and say, like, mm-hmm. I hadn't heard that I was loved at all this week mm-hmm. until I came to youth. And... Um, there were a couple students that said, like, I look forward to coming to youth because I hear the words that I am loved and I'm valued. And I don't hear that at home and I don't hear that at school or whatever. So I just think it is so important for us to be intentional with what we say to people and how we live our lives and getting in the mess with them. But just reminding people all the time to the point that it becomes annoying <laughs> that they are loved and that they are valued because we just don't hear it enough and we don't say it enough that's a really good point I think a lot of times we think things are too basic um like like you I always try to tell you every day that you're beautiful that's not because I feel an obligation because you're my wife or that things um change as we go on it's because I constantly think you're beautiful and I constantly need to be telling you that not because you've demanded anything from me but because I believe that And it's worth repeating over and over and over and over again.
just talk about let's let's give a time capsule. Let's just talk about who we are in this moment, where we find ourselves, what we're doing, where we're wanting to go, and then our great great grandchildren <laughs> will find whatever ancient technology <laughs> we're using now and find this podcast and they'll say my great great grandparents were so lame, lame. <laughs> and I'm so excited to be a lame great 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 grandparent because I'll still be alive yeah yeah because I'm never gonna die yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> who are we talk about who we are we are the Daniels bum, ba, da, dum, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Who are who, we? Who is Johanna? I am Johanna. <laughs> um, we live in North Little Rock, Arkansas. We have a daughter named Amara Gwynn. Um, she's almost a year. She's almost like, a year. Like, so close to being a year. Is that, like, next week? Two weeks? I don't know. Two weeks. Um, which is crazy. She started walking yesterday. Yeah. And is, like, an actual walker now, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I can't tell if I like it or not. I know! Part of me is like, yay! Because I was like, yay, good job! But then it's like, oh, uh, yeah. that's going to happen now. Yeah. And she's already getting into, like, drawers. Oh, my gosh, yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. That is pretty She's crazy. a very curious Mar. But, um, yeah. Why is her Where? name Amara Gwynn? <laughs> because back to us being selfish, <laughs> my middle name is Gwen, and my mom's middle name is Gwen, and it means blessed. Um, and she's our blessed little Grace. <laughs> Her first name, uh, Amara, means Grace, and it's Ibo um, from Nigeria, which is where I grew up. Um, and it was really cool how the Lord just led us to that name. Um, so Amara Gwyn, that's who she is. We really felt that the year that she was born was a year of grace for yeah. us. Yeah. And you are... I'm what? I don't know. What do you think I'm going to say? I have no idea. What, what do you think? What do you think I'm going to say? I am what? You are... 23? I am... You are... I really don't know what you're wanting me to say. <laughs> I'm not wanting you to say anything. I'm wanting you to guess. I'm pregnant? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pregnant. How far along are you? Oh, goodness. Let me look at my app. <laughs> oh, my you gosh. know, with Amara, this... I knew every single week. I knew the day and everything. And with this okay, one, it's I'm like, I think I'm in the second it, trimester. Do you have it in front of you? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to guess. You have to guess down to the day. Oh. And what size comparable to fruit the okay. baby is. Are you ready? Yes. Don't tell me if I'm wrong when I start. Okay. okay. 16 weeks. Three days. And it's the size of an apricot. Mmm, close. What, what, is, what are 15 you? 15 weeks and three days. So I was right. Um, but the size of a pear. I almost went with pear, but I thought that's too big. No. Well, maybe that says it's supposed to be the size of a pear, but I think our baby's the size of an apricot. Tiny babies. Smaller. Tiny babies. 
What? Amara was not a tiny baby. After Amara, we need a tiny baby. I would like a tiny baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's four inches and 2.5 ounces, according to this app that knows nothing about my body. So, way to go, babe. Thank you. No, I was talking to the babe. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, you're asking about who we are. You. Me. You. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much you. I disagree. I think you're so much more. Okay. <laughs> I think you are an incredibly bubbly person who makes everyone around you better. I think people leave conversations with you and think, I'm a better person because I know Johanna. And I've had people tell me that. And you've had people tell you that, too. I think you're an incredible person. Oh, that's very kind. And a very, very sweet mother. (laughs) The way you treat Amara is very sweet. Yeah, like when I changed her diaper this morning and threw up five times. (laughs) And I was literally, like, had to keep a hand on her belly and rent the trash can. It was throwing up. And I was like, Amara! I was definitely not a sweet mother then. Oh, man. You know, they tell you... Oh, it was rough. They tell you how wonderful and cute children are, but they don't tell you about all the times they make you throw up. Yeah, she's made me throw up so many... Well, this baby and her, they're just out to get me, I guess. That's true. Because they've both made me vomit a lot. I heard someone say... I think it was someone from our old church said... The baby literally takes everything that's good inside of you and leaves you with what's left. Yeah. And yeah. That's... And there's not much left. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's left is going through school, being yeah. an incredible mother, <laughs> an incredible wife, and a even better friend. So you are doing an incredible job. No, oh, thank you. And speaking of school. Speaking of school. We're going through school. We are going through school. So we both uh, graduated from College of the Ozarks. Good C of O. Good old C of O. Yeah. Um, in 2020. Mm-hmm. I graduated May 2020. COVID baby. In December, December. 2020. Yeah. Um, and then now we're back in school. We are back in school. We but didn't... we're not getting our master's. <laughs> How sad is that? It's not we're sad. in school but not getting... Our masters. It's not sad. We're we are working towards ordination. Yes. Which I kind of see as a master's program. No one else does, <laughs> and it doesn't matter to anyone else that it's not a master's program. But I see it that way, and I get to choose what I think is right. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So we're working on our credentialing classes, which are actually really good, um, and it's fun. Yeah. But also, I stayed up till two thirty last night working on. Classes. I don't know how you're. And, functioning right now. I mean, have you heard the things I said? I'm not really <laughs> functioning. I almost threw up on my daughter four times. So, I am no longer in college. Um, what denomination are we going through? We are going through the Assemblies of God. Why? Because we like them. <laughs> it was more than that. <laughs> because Jesus said do it. Yes, but also we did. Yeah. We said we'll do it. Yeah. We, I mean... When it comes to a decision this big, like, it's not something that we took lightly. Yeah.
So we've talked a little bit about who we are and what is loved and valued. So now let's talk about where we are. Um, we said that we were in North Little Rock. Yes. Why did we come to North Little Rock? Because North Little Rock's awesome. And we go to awesome places. <laughs> and, and First Assembly, for how do I say it? First North Little Rock Assembly of God? I say it wrong every First single. Assembly. First North Assembly of God, North Little Rock. Yes. Uh, Little Rock, North Little Rock. <laughs> First NLR is what everyone says. First NLR, which means that it would be First Assembly of God, North Little Rock. Sure, yes. I don't blame them. First NLR. I don't blame them for calling it. Yes. First NLR. That's where we're at, and we love this church. We love these people. Yes. Just super excited to be a part of this church, and they have just been incredible towards us. Yeah. We're just so grateful. They are incredibly mindful of their environment. And also of the needs of their environment. Um, And not only that, the needs of the world. Yeah. Um, We had a, for instance, we had a prayer night um, last Sunday night. And we just prayed about what's going on in Afghanistan. Um, And in Haiti. And in Haiti. And uh, even your parents uh, are in the States right now. and we got to pray with them about what's going on in Joss and, mm-hmm. and uh, in Nigeria and all of those crazy, crazy things. It really feels like the world is on fire right now. Um, and if we're making like a time capsule of where we're at right now and what we're doing and who we are, I don't think we can ignore the craziness that's going on like in the world. Because like five years from now, no one's going to remember what's going on right now. You know what I mean? I hope they. I don't hope they remember. Do. I hope they don't remember about COVID because I hope that that's just kind of like God. <laughs> if I'm still wearing a mask by by twenty six. Oh my! When Amara's like going to kindergarten, she would have to wear a mask. <laughs> that's terrible. That's not terrible. So. So I just hope that this is done. Okay. So major world events that are happening right now that we can look back on in five years what's your what's your list covid covid uh specifically the delta variant yeah um that ain't no joke people 50 percent of the united states is currently vaccinated whoa i didn't know that yep uh and the pfizer vaccine just got full fda approval what a time to be alive. What a time. Um, um, Afghanistan, yeah. the U.S. troops just pulled out of Afghanistan. Uh, it is the 26th of September. Nope. August. August? Are we still in August? Yeah, Mars not one yet. You're right. You're right. It is the 26th of August um, in 2021. What other world events? Haiti. Haiti's um, leader was just assassinated not too long ago, and they just experienced a large earthquake. Joss, Nigeria. What's happening in Joss? That's uh, where I grew up, my favorite place on the planet. 
and there's a lot, a lot, a lot of killing happening, and it's just very dangerous and very sad and very bad, and this has been going on for far, far, far too long. And you probably have never heard about it. People don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. It's very sad, very heartbreaking. A lot of our friends are in danger. Mm. So, pray for Joss. Yes. Um, anything else that's going on in the world that you want to put in our time <laughs> capsule? Uh, I don't think so. I'm, I know there's so much going on. It's just crazy. There there's so, so much is happening. It seems impossible to keep up with. Um, so, we are in, like I said, North Little Rock, which means for me, I am in the first place that's not where I grew up for the first time. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I was, I, at, I was yeah. at college for a little bit. That doesn't count. And then we lived in an apartment for uh, a year. Yeah. And now we're here. Um, you have moved... So many times. So many times. I was counting the other day, and I got up to, like, I think I lost count around, like, 20. Wow. I'm 23. If I, like, count, like, even just, like, if I'm counting, like, the small moves of, like, dorms, because I move dorms every semester. Yeah, too. I do too. And so, like, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And there's just a lot of random moves. And we've been married two years, and this is our third apartment. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. This yeah. is Amara's second home. <laughs> this is my first state move. Yeah. I used to live in Missouri, now live in Arkansas. And I would say this is like my first real yeah. move. Yeah. Like it felt like... Because you were in the same house for your whole life. For 18 years. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, very different experiences. Also, moving away from family is hard. Yeah, it is. And like, I would see you contacting your family and like doing Marco Polos and FaceTiming and all that stuff. And I thought, I, like, I thought to myself, it seems like they're talking enough. Like, they don't <laughs> super miss each other all the time. Now that I'm away from family, I'm like, we don't talk near enough. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why we made this podcast. So we never so have we to never talk have to them. Talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> we no, love you, family. I miss family. I do, too. It's like... And our church family, too. Yeah, the stuff you don't think about of, like, hey, do you want to come over to the house after church? Yeah. And stuff like that. It just can't happen now. Yeah. That's just how it works. Yeah. So. And I, and I miss our youth group and I miss our, our church. I miss our church everyone. people. Yeah. I really miss our church people. We had a great community of people at Christian Ministries, and we love them and miss them a lot. Yes. Yes, we do. what you're listening to and I will give recommendations of what I'm listening to. Okay. So, what are you listening to? Alright, so, um, <clears throat> you know, Justice is gonna give lots of recommendations on his cool <laughs> podcast stuff and that's what you do when you're on a podcast. But I'm not a podcast person. Can I say that on a podcast? Yeah, I think it'll be refreshing. <laughs> what do you mean? For people who don't want to listen to podcasts. That are listening to her podcast? What are you podcasts? doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I am not a podcast podcast person. Um, I do listen to the occasional. Mm-hmm. 
There's some good ones. Those uh, Battle Ready podcasts, which I'm sure you're going to talk about, mm-hmm. are actually really enjoyable. I do like those. Um, so there's a couple that I will listen to. I listen to sermons and stuff. But <clears throat> I am usually just always listening to worship music. Um, I love Maverick City. I love Elevation, Room, all those people. Um, and I also am really getting back into that 90s worship. Like, I oh, really no. am. No, it's so good. Oh, no. <laughs> it's so good. And I really am enjoying oh, when gosh. people are, like, mixing modern with the older. Yes. Like, it's just really cool and really refreshing. And it just takes me back to, like, yeah. being in high school or middle school or That's what whatever. Say. Just listening to those older worship yeah. songs. And even, like, the the, like... 2000s, just whatever we like listen to yeah. in youth or whatever. I but even even just you saying some good that, Darlena. What is her name? Dar Darlena. Dar is it Darlena? The lady from Hillsong who sings. I have the, no. Like, that sounds more like a name of one of your relatives. <laughs> I do have an aunt Darlena. Do you but, really? Well, she's a missionary aunt, but she's an aunt. Does she sing in Hillsong? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> She's a missionary in Slovakia. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like just those, that's really bothering me. What is her name? Darlena. It's like, I feel like it's a, it starts with a Z. Darlena. Darlena, just with a Zek. silent Z. Oh, her last name starts with a Z, you mean? Yeah. Zaklina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been listening to. And also, um, my mom, my lovely sweet mother, introduced Amara to Salty the Songbook, which is this old creepy puppet of a songbook. <laughs> <laughs> but it is really creepy looking. But the songs are, are just like old, like like Bible songs. Like, like the one there's she- puppets like Jesus loves me and all that stuff. And Amara loves them. Like the one that she sang and- the other day about shooting the devil and no that was from our weird church thing. <laughs> you know those weird churches from the 1800s that <laughs> oh my this is to prove God. if mom listens to our podcast <laughs> and she says oh yeah i listened to it and she doesn't comment about that then we know my missionary mother is a liar <laughs> Oh, this is amazing. This is why I wanted to start this podcast, to oust our family. <laughs> we love our family so much. Yes. I promise. Um, but Salty the Songbook has been stuck in my head. Um, and then I've also been listening to... Um, so I'm trying to like keep Amara entertained. Mm-hmm. And her attention span is non-existent. About as long as yours. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's like non-existent. Um, but I've been starting like Adventures in Odyssey mm-hmm. and like Dan and Louie. I don't know if you ever heard of Dan and Louie. No. It's so good. Uh, we actually know the people who like do the thing. They were aging missionaries. Uh-huh. Um, were really awesome people. Um, and that's what I would listen to going to bed at night and stuff. Mm. That's really good. So those, I've started a lot of those episodes and things, and Amara runs away, and... And then you just watch them. <laughs> well, I, I will listen for a little bit, and then my attention span is also like Amara's, so then I stop. 
Um, but those are my podcasts, Adventures in Odyssey and Dan and Louie. <laughs> you, you just saying 90s worship literally took my mind back to being in a house church with my family, with my grandma putting a CD in a CD <laughs> player and us worshiping to a CD player. Not to Not- <laughs> with, with the CD player. Uh using the cd player goodness anyway we were you can edit that out yeah no (laughs) (laughs) so what are you listening what am i listening to i am really stuck on this song right now called it's okay by maverick city music so good um it features chandler moore um and the maverick city gospel choir and that's on their juneteenth album their juneteenth album which which is is, it's so good I encourage everyone to go listen to that. So good. I've also been listening to Chris Renzima. 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 Sorry, Chris, for saying your name. Sorry, Chris. If you listen to if you listen to the <laughs> podcast, Chris, please hit us up and just tell us how to pronounce your name. Don't come on the podcast. Don't. You're not invited. Stop. Don't do any of that. Just. Oh, no, you are more. You are. Okay, move on. If you this want, is rough. If you want this podcast, you can have this podcast. Um, I've also been listening to Radical Empathy Podcast, which is by an organization called Jubilee. Who we almost named our daughter after. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> I almost did. You shut it down hard. <laughs> no, I actually... Jubilee was my idea. And then I heard someone say it. Yes, it was. I always liked the name Jubilee. <laughs> Don't but shoot then, back at me like that. <laughs> but then I heard my sweet friend Olivia say Jubilee. And it sounded horrible. And I was like, I can never name a child that. Thanks for ruining it, Olivia. But actually, thank you for ruining it, because if I would have, like, birthed her, and we named her Jubilee, and then I heard Olivia say her name, we'd be going and changing her name. And that's a long process. That is a long process. It was a long enough process just to get her passport. Yeah, That's a whole other story. Thank you, COVID. Um, And then the other podcast that I have been listening to regularly is the Battle Ready Podcast with Aaron and Erwin McManus. Very, very good. You also like that one. And you don't mm-hmm. like podcasts. Yeah. But you like that one. Um, we have one more question. But I have a question before that question. Okay, so we have two more questions. We have two more questions. Who, what personal people to you are influencing you right now? Hmm. What people have influence in your life right now? That's how I'll say it. There's a lot of awesome people in my life. Um... You know who I've been talking to, like, a lot, who's just really awesome? Who? Sarah Morris. Sarah Morris she's is really awesome. awesome. Sarah Morris, listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, she's, awesome. she's really awesome. Um, and then, obviously, Pastor Randy, Pastor Rod, Carling's awesome. Carling is awesome. There's just a lot of awesome people at this church who are um, just influencing us and pouring into us and we're also super new so we like don't really know anyone here Mm -hmm. but it is just this fun exciting time to be influenced by like strangers and then also making friends and all of that stuff so um for me i think it's a delicate balance between letting people have influence over my life who don't know me and letting people who have influence over my life who do know me Mm -hmm. because 
when I give people influence over my life who do know me, they can actually create change in me through accountability. But like when I listen to Aaron and Erwin McManus, they can't keep me accountable. Yeah. The people closest to me can. So the people um, besides the ones that you voiced that are influencing me right now um, are Lane McCainless. Mm-hmm. Um, he is he is my best friend right now, um, and that man is an inspiration to me. Uh, he and his wife Aspen, um, they definitely have influence uh, in my life right now. Um, I would also say April, Miss April, my awesome. my boss at work. Uh, I work at the athletics club uh, here in North Little Rock. Uh, she is like juggling seven different hats at the same time and makes them all look good. And I have no idea how she does it. Um, she's a strong leader, and I just really appreciate her input um, and how she tries to build up everyone around her. So her for sure. Um, yeah, and then Pastor Randy, Pastor Rod, uh, Timothy, uh, has also been a really, really good influence. Timothy Espejo. Um, I think we're going to become good friends as we, as we're here. Timothy, if you're listening to this, we better. <laughs> I was like, this is kind of awkward. <laughs> Name it and claim it. <laughs> um, and also our neighbors. Um, yes. They've been very sweet to us. Um, Megan. And Lucas DeBard. Yes. <laughs> um, they've been they've been very welcoming. We're actually going over to their house tonight. Yeah, thanks for giving us dinner tonight. Yeah. We're bringing cheesecake. I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> you have this thing about you that you feel the need to confess. I confess literally everything. You confess everything. Uh, have you seen the middle? I think I've seen a couple of episodes. Okay, the youngest son, like he actually can't tell a lie, or he—I think he throws up if he tells a lie, and he keeps it. That's himself. on a movie. What is on? Oh, that's oh, on uh, Knives uh, Out. The, yeah, Knives Out. Yeah, which is another really good movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this show, if he lies, he like he can't keep it in. So what he'll do is he'll lie, and then he'll whisper to himself, "I'm lying." Yeah. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> I no, I just I just can't lie. <laughs> you just confess what I, you are lying about. And, like, I confess things that, things that like, no one needs to know and that, like, doesn't actually affect them. Like that the cheesecake wasn't made by you? Yeah, like, why did I need to say that on our podcast? Obviously, they're going to see that the cheesecake wasn't made for me when they see it in a box from Kroger. <laughs> so. <laughs> it makes it, it makes marriage <laughs> a lot easier. I will say that. Whenever your spouse can't lie, it does help a lot. <laughs> Okay, okay, moving on. Last question. What are you reading? What are you pouring into yourself? Okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> I'm reading like five books right now, and I'm in like all random places. I have a super bad habit of like I get a book and I just want to start it immediately, and then I remember the other book that I'm reading, and then I go back to that one, and I go back to that one, and I go back to that one, and I never finish it. That's reading a book. totally okay so. as long as you don't do that with your relationships. Or with me. Mm. <laughs> so, what? <laughs> what was that? So, that was a joke. So, no, I'm, I gave the joke. You just looked at me <laughs> like, I, I am doing that. That was the joke. That you are doing that? <laughs> Which is not Because that's not funny. Joke. Stop. Okay. So, the books that I am half reading 
um, and trying to read. So I'm basically trying to read every single book by David and Beth Grant at the same time. <laughs> They're just all so, They're good. so good. And I can't just like, I just keep wanting to read them all. So I'm reading, um, uh, why can't I think of what it's Beyond Courageous it. Compassion. Courageous Compassion. Yes, that's by Beth Grant. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then I'm reading Beyond uh, the Soiled Curtain by David Grant, which is also phenomenal. Both of those books will just make you weep and weep and weep. Mm-hmm. And then um, I am about to start <laughs> my third Grant book, um, Born to Give. That's his newest book, David Grant's newest book. Um, I'm very, very excited for that. I also was looking at my bookshelf, and I have, like, a lot of books that have bookmarks in them right now. (laughs) So, one with a bookmark in it is Anne of Green Gables um, that I read when I was... I started to read when I was little, and then I got bored because I watched the movie instead. Um, And then I've been wanting to read it again, so I started that probably last year. (laughs) And then... um, There's another one. Um... Oh, Anxious by Amy Simpson. That another one that I haven't finished, but it is also very good. I promise these books are good and you should read them. I'm just really bad at finishing <laughs> books. And I want to, and I should, and I do finish some books, but I just get excited and want to read them all. And then again, non-existent attention span, don't finish because I want to read another one True. at the same time. It's a problem. It's a real problem. If you guys have any suggestions, any help clubs, any help books for helping me to read books, that would be great. <laughs> okay. I would, I'm very curious to see if that would actually work. <laughs> um, I wouldn't finish it, so it probably wouldn't work. Fair. Um, so, one of the solutions, because I was very similar to you, um, is audiobooks. Yeah. I really, really like audiobooks. I've really considered getting Audible, except the thing is you have to pay for the books. You have to pay for each book. Mm. I wish it was just like a subscription. Yeah. Because I would pay for that. Yeah. But um, I use the audiobook app Hoopla, um, which allows you to use your library card and like check books out and then listen to them. So... I recently finished How People Grow. So good. Uh, by Dr. Henry Cloud. Such a good And Dr. Henry Townsend. Yeah. Uh, like, one of one of the best books. Ever. Period. Other than the Bible. Yeah. I, it's very good. I, um, gosh, how do you even describe something like that? Like, if, you, if you're struggling with interpersonal relationships, if you're struggling with the relationship of yourself, if you're struggling with your relationship with God... Yeah. Like, I think every Christian should read this book. I agree. We read it when I was on Kyle for leadership at CFO my sophomore year, I think. We read it with Justin and Sarah Sharp in our leadership. Um, and it was just phenomenal. And we would, it was like a fun little book club. I think that's how you get people to read books, yeah. <laughs> is to keep them accountable yeah. <laughs> and read a chapter a week. But, um, oh, it's so good. And it's just a good book to talk about and discuss. And it has tips for growers, tips for facilitators, all that stuff. It's really good. Um, I also just recently finished The Artisan Soul, which is by, um, 
Erwin Raphael McManus. Oh. Uh, very, very thought-provoking. Hmm. Talking about how everyone is an artist and how we as Christians are created to create, not just to live in creation. It was very good. Very good. Very What are you uh, reading in the Bible? I am currently going through Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that has been interesting to me because, like, when you, whenever you, like, I think we're all in different moments of trauma in our lives, um, whether you're working through trauma uh, and you're already past it or whether you um, haven't gone past it and you're trying to prepare for it, whatever it is, it's always good to look and see how Jesus handled trauma. So Jesus knew that he was about to die one of the worst possible deaths. And just seeing how he reacted to that has been very eye-opening to me. Um, Because he prayed, and not only that, he invited others to pray with him. Um, And then when the other people that were with him slept and didn't pray with him, he wasn't discouraged. So there's a lot to learn out of that story. Yeah, uh, that's in Matthew 26 and Mark 14. So that's where I've been. I think so. Where are you reading in the Bible? So I've been reading Isaiah and Revelation. Ooh. And so, yeah. Um, I have recently realized I literally know nothing about the end times. <laughs> and I'm just hearing all the time, like, yeah, we're living in the last days. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. And I have no idea if we are or not because I really don't know anything about the end times so I've been trying to study that and also Isaiah is just a great confusing beautiful book to read that relates to the entire Bible and so it's just always good to read there and then I'm always reading in Psalms um and then there's another book that I've been in Again, like, I read the Bible like I read every other book I skip around. But that's good. Like, mm-hmm. it's, the Bible's so good. Um, oh, and I'm also reading in Romans. Man, Romans wrecks me. Oh, yeah, every, every single time. time. Yeah. So I, I feel like I'm constantly, like, going back to Romans, and it's yeah. like I'm reading it for the first time ever. Yeah. I, that's how the Bible is all the time. Yeah. That's how I want to read it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a big, long, boring book. Yeah, but it's not. But it's not. <laughs> I go back to Romans, and I go back to the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. If I want to just be destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Do you have anything else? I do not. The end. <laughs> I feel like it needs to be more than that. Should we sing it? You, you are loved. loved. You, you are, are valued. valued.
for sure using that. 